This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. There's one little beat of that that's stopping that from being even song. more perfect. <laughs> Man, these things are fun, though. I'll tell you that I am much. a toilet boy. I am a toilet boy. I am a toilet boy. I like songs like that that have a message. That is a nice message. How are you today? Buddy? I'm a toilet boy, Mike. I am a through toilet. and through. And what does that mean to you? It means I'm gross. Did he start recording? Yes. Motherfucker. Did you start recording? <laughs> Kevin's trying to record a fucking two hour before the banter. <laughs> Most of the good stuff is right before we start. Yeah. Recording. Let's waste all of our energy before the show starts. Fuck. I don't have my notebooks with my shows, but I could fucking tell you right now that I'm going to be in New York City between the 16th and the 22nd. And we're going to be, I'm going to be doing an hour of material at home. Uh, in Bridgeport, Connecticut, at the Stress Factory on the 20th. And then the next night on the 21st, which is Thursday at 10 o'clock at night at the stand, we're doing a surrounded show. There's still tickets left of that. Next surrounded shows in Los Angeles happen on October 6th. Back in the lab where it's rowdy as F and tickets are already selling for that, even though no one's been announced for the lineup and that's cool as shit. That happens on the 6th, 7th, and 9th. There's two shows. And the Surrounded Show is also coming to Portland, Oregon on the 15th of October. All of those tickets are on MikeFalzone.com. Anyway, Mike, how you doing, man? Good, how are you? Kevin's back. Kevin's Ke- back. Kevin's backy. We put a little bowl of berries out on the stoop. And yeah, we warmed them up. 
we warmed him up just like he likes them. And that's how Kevin came back. And Kevin scurried back in, and then we shut the door. And we'll never, ever let that door open again. No. Ever. And thank God he doesn't know how to use doorknobs. Well, he Not used to. yet. <laughs> I'm coming and come. Turn the page. I'm covered in cum. Kevin used to be able to open doors, and now his his hands look like coal miner hands. Dude, we don't have to talk about Kevin's it. hands look like coal miner's gloves. We shouldn't talk about his boundering hands. We <laughs> should crush that laptop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. we're we glad to have the boy back. Yes, thank you for oh, all the applesauce you made by hand this uh, morning. I thought it was we were great. able to enjoy. And I. For the first time, I had less pulp in mine. One, two, three. <laughs> I'm getting a message from the aliens. Okay, what is that? One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One two three. Yes. He's fascinated with your earth numbers. One two three. One two. He's fascinated with the earth numbers, and he's also a little autistic. One, two, three, poop and pee. The aliens could also be autistic. One, That's two, the thing that joins us all. Okay, we're gonna calm him down. Somebody teach him a new number. Here are the things that he knows about <laughs> Can you teach us what you know, alien? He does a poop and pee. And I think that's important. Holy moly. Holy moly, dude. Good for him. Good for him. That's important, I think. I think it's important. He's great. He's doing great. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome back, Kevin. How you feeling, buddy? You were sick. Fine, I'm pissed off. He's <laughs> pissed, pissed off. Pissed off. What happened? Kevin's always pissed off. What are you off. pissed off about? <laughs> <laughs> that? No. <laughs> Mike's looking at his phone and some photos. That's all right. We started the That's podcast. Insane. Way before Kevin started the podcast, and that's because you never know what's going to happen here at Dynamic Banter at the Studios. At the Studios, he's learning more. Sorry, you had to deal with that. You run into your friend who you were in a band with in college on the way to your mom's funeral. <laughs> Mom was sick for a long time, but you know she's not suffering anymore. <laughs> Why are you putting kind of a? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. 
Yeah, something, something's never changed. Eric never got out of Glee Club. Okay, well, that sounds a little bit more earnest, at least. He meant that one. Turns out my teacher, when I was in sixth grade, turns out, like, I moved on. I was, like, eighth grade, but it yeah. turns out that they were a murderer. They the murdered fuck? someone. Absolutely. You took the words right out of my mouth, Eric. I, you know I was an altar boy for a long time. Yeah, that's right. And unfortunately, some of my favorite priests got moved out of the diocese for molesting children. Oh, no. Yeah. With everything in me, with everything I had, I was like, don't ruin the pause. With everything I felt in my whole heart. <laughs> That's so funny, man. So, guys, welcome to the show, man. My goodness. Mike, goodness. It's about time for the ads. It is. Jesus. <laughs> Kevin, is that true? So you had to deal with that. <laughs> Keep walking. Hold he on, I gotta to keep, keep walking. Can't stop this episode. Man, it's real good to be here today, Steve. We we filmed some stuff yesterday, and we, dude, I had a really good time. Yeah, I love cracking up with you, dude, and our tears in our eyes. I love cracking up with you too. I uh, we don't our conversations are different than uh, and most of my other friend group, and I've been spending a lot of time on my own. I feel yeah. like at night I'm around a lot of people, but at day at day break. <laughs> Yeah. I'm very on my own and it's nice to have uh yeah, I'm alone a lot during the day, I'll say it. That's okay. We're just, I'm just part of a couple and we have two very busy schedules. We're kind of like ships passing in the night. And here is somebody and they're even more invested in the conversation. And I'm I'm married to someone who I I truly love and like more than anyone on the face of the planet and we don't get to see each other that much and we we spend a lot of time apart. I spend a lot of time alone. Kind of getting tired of it. <laughs> He's getting tired of the guy. Sorry to do that. Sorry to do that. But it's nice when we get to talk and we get to laugh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a good release. And it does feel like when we were kids and we had our like teenage teenage into young adulthood friends. Yeah. Where we would get into like some of the like piss your pants crack up days. Yes. Over and, stupid like, shit that it didn't matter if many other people thought it was funny. Dude, exactly. But somehow it does. And that's the community that we've built in this podcast. Is it common for people to like lose their shit laughing like at least weekly? I really hope so, but I don't know. No. For if no. everybody has I, I could think of some people in my life who I know definitely don't have a once a week time where they, they absolutely lose their shit. Sometimes I'll hang out with people I haven't seen in a long time from like different walks of life, like non, uh, non entertainment jobs. Yeah. And they'll be like, Oh, we haven't laughed like that. in so long yeah. or I'll run into people at shows, just like random people who come to shows like, man, we haven't like had a night where we've laughed that hard in Dude, a long time. Isn't that great? I think, we Those do it need, once a week almost. We need, like, every, the thing is, is everybody's so different, like, what makes them lose their shit laughing. Uh-huh. Like, there's some real strange shit that makes people lose their shit laughing, and then there's, like, real, like, like, really? You're losing your shit at that? Yeah. Type stuff? And, um, it would be difficult to, like, provide a service for people where, because I'm thinking, like, how do we... 
help people get those like cry your eyes out laughs because those are like precious comedy club yeah comedy club it's a store there's a store you can go to that sells comedy there's a store that sells comedy yeah that's true and it is a variety of it so if you're not losing your shit laughing at something everyone else is losing their shit laughing at yeah you might lose your shit laughing at you something wait else. you wait 10 minutes do and there's he- a new flavor of something. That's why it's important to have diverse lineups in the comedy community. Because you get yeah. a whole audience of people from different walks of life. And then you have a show, like a stand-up show is like a showcase of, hopefully, um, you either have a lot of the same type of person. And that uh, entertains a specific type of an audience. Yeah. Like they used to have like an all-Italian night or all-like black guy night. Or all lady night. Yeah. And then you get an audience that's specifically that. And they all lose their shit laughing for another specific reason. Yeah. But if you have a a great like mix of people and they're all like tourists and LA people or whatever. Or fucking wherever you're from. Yeah. And um, you have a different, you have something for everyone. And then everyone could be losing their shit laughing in the same That's nice. I like that. Yeah, it's beautiful. I like that. I want, how do we provide that to people on the internet too? Like people who don't go outside. Like they could watch I think stand we, up. We provide that to a specific number of people. Yeah. And I don't think there um there's a number above that number. I guess that's true, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe so, by this point we found everyone who would like this podcast. So there's really no point in telling your friends about it. Yeah, don't. Definitely don't. Definitely don't tell your friends. Tell your friends if they're if you're ever wearing a dynamic banter t shirt. And um and they're like, what's that? You say they're we're good. We're good. It's a cool shirt, isn't it? It's a show. It's a show that I love, but we're good here. Seconds to find the key. I buried it in your foot. I gave you foot surgery. I gave you foot surgery. I put the key in your foot. You have to rip your foot open. Don't do it where. No, don't do it there. No, that's where the shit. Wait, I put it in your other foot. You have 30 seconds to find it in your other foot. Can I get a hot or cold? Absolutely not. Dude, asking for variations on the saw rules. Mike, I have something kind of spooky to talk about. Okay. And kind of mysterious. Is there any way we can get some spooky music in here? I don't know. Wow, the Zarya to deal with that meter... Is sensitive today. It is because we—it's not that big of a it's deal. It's been on we can't for five years, music. and it's literally never gone off. And now it's a little hot. Maybe the batteries are low. Maybe the batteries are low. Fat burn. Remember when it. something's batteries were low and you could tell? Yeah, that was a fun time, but also terrifying. Mike, you have thirty seconds to find a skull. A skull in the room. There's a skull in the room. You have thirty seconds to find the skull. Do I just point to it? Find the skull. 
No shit. Judges? All right, next room. Who else is back there? Next room. Find another skull. It's not your skull. Shit. Room three is three skull. There's three skull. That's not a fuck. That guy's not. <laughs> don't look at that guy. Don't look around. That guy doesn't count. Don't start until I that say the rules. That guy's not part of it. <laughs> Dude, what if somebody was like really, really familiar with the saw like experience and then they wake up and they're trapped in the saw room and they immediately start like, <laughs> No, no, wait, no, wait, wait, no, wait no. Fuck, let, fuck. Me say, let me say stuff. I spent $14,000 on this one. <laughs> Who's funding it? So much money. So much money. It costs so much money to fund that shit. I had to take a class. The person kills himself right away and ruins the whole puzzle. (laughs) Can I get that music? Yeah, hang on. Let me come back to it. Shit. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Shit. Shit. It won't go back. You piece of shit. I just want to do the voice so bad. (laughs) That's not it? No, that's it. Saw machine. I want to kill myself. I'm killing myself. Oh, shit. I spent a lot of money on this. I sold my car. I sold my car for this one. I sold my car so I could put a key fob in his eyes. Just for this one. I didn't know I had to take a night class to figure out how to put a key fob in somebody's eyes. And my dad just killed himself. Do we have anybody else? Get the key fob out of his eyes. Thank you, dude. So, sorry Mike, you had to deal with that. That's a good title for this. Sorry, yeah, for <laughs> real. So, Mike. Yes. There was a press conference in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Rogers. Yeah. And the this team was unveiling in front of a congressional audience in a congressional setting that they had discovered alien bodies in Peru. Yeah. They were excavating a Peruvian, ancient Peruvian whatever, and found 20 bodies of beings that we have never seen before. They Mm -hmm. looked like little E.T. guys. They looked like Lil... E.T. guys. And they brought them before Congress. They unboxed them, like an unboxing video. And they made their mouths move when they when they did their voice. They said, I'm an alien! And then he said, just kidding. The guy that did the movements yeah, said, just uh-huh. kidding. Just kidding. That isn't part of it. Just kidding. It just came over me just now. I wish I didn't do that. So, this guy brought out these, like, fucking, like, coffins, bruv. Open them up. Unboxing. It was an unboxing. Hi, guys. Alien unboxing video. 
Hi guys, guys. this is our alien, and I just get ready with me for an unboxing of an alien sarcophagus. Before we get started, though, I wanted to talk to you guys about High Step. High Step is a new program where you can exercise at home using a high step. That's right, it could go up against your couch, your bed, your wall, and it's completely safe. And it's a nice little cardio workout. I do it myself every single day, I swear to God. This is also brought to you by uh, Skinny Tea. And you drink this tea and you heat it up and you drink it every morning. You shit out one of your organs and replace it with a key fob. You have 20 minutes to shit out one of your organs. <laughs> so... They unbox these aliens and they look like little, they look fake. Yeah. They look hella fake. They look like um, an old drawing of an alien. They, like, do yeah. literally turn around and look at that calendar that I have up there? Yeah. That's exactly what they look like. Right. But, but hella fake. Yeah. Uh-huh. And big you're head, like. Big eyes. Like yeah. What you would think. Well, it's like they're mummified. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I guess they were careful to say, they said a lot of scientific things. And they That's were they very the precise about yeah. like their data. And they were like, we have cross-referenced the DNA or whatever we could discern as DNA from some tissue still uh, inside this the, these calcified creatures. And they were able to determine that there were there was like no link between us and them because they don't have on a genetic level. They don't have paper mache in, in Peru. Exactly. So they they never saw it before. They don't know what it is. They don't even know what water is. <laughs> Do they have water in Peru? <laughs> so yeah, but they're they going to be confused when I get it. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, they like show these like little guys. And then they were like, we did scans of them and we got all this scientific community. Like we reached out all over the world to the scientific community yeah. and said, come study these beings we found. And everyone was like baffled by it. And like, they were like, we don't know. We have no answers. These are like beings we don't know. We have never seen anything like this. Other countries went and said that? Yeah. They said that they had like scientists from like premier scientific Lithuania. Top Lithuanian scientists. Top scientists came and were like, yeah, we don't know what this is. We've never seen anything like this. Yeah. So it's like, and there's this like three hour like press conference of them going like, we just want to share this with the world because we think we found alien life or some other being of some other living being, whether it's from earth or space or whatever. And uh, it, it, they, it, by the way, they whatever they uncovered was a thousand years old. So these were only a thousand years. They carbon date that. So they carbon dated it to only a thousand years ago. Okay. So anyway, I was watching this shit and listening to this shit. My brother sent it to me. He's like, dude, this is like the most convincing alien shit I've seen so far. Yeah. Because they're really like. They're all about, like, I'm, we're going to share our data with the world. And they did. And they were like, anybody who wants to, like, come look at them in the scientific community or wants to, like, research our data, look into our data, yeah. then prove us wrong that this is not, that this is just something from Earth. Yes. So they were very convincing in that sense that, like, hey, look, if we're lying, come check it out. And, and 
tell us yourselves if you think that this is fake or prove us wrong. Prove you our data wrong. They kind of have desperate friend vibes. They do. You think we're lying? Come over. But it really is one of those things where it's like with aliens, I think it's warranted. I think mm-hmm. it's like, this isn't just like, all right, come over then, big baby. It's like, come over and have dinner then, if you don't believe me. You idiot. You don't believe my wife is gorgeous? Come have dinner with me. <laughs> and my family and my gorgeous wife. Come have dinner with my gorgeous wife and me. What if you had a friend who just always said, like, hey, how are you and the wife? Oh, my gorgeous wife? Well, she's just, uh, she's fine, man. She's yeah. busy. Real busy. You pick on your friend for having a hot wife. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, your gorgeous wife. Oh, you sure. and your hot wife. Yeah. No, me and my gorgeous wife are going on vacation in about a month. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> oh, you got to go on a nice, fun vacation with your hot wife, Yeah, my Carl? Go- I said gorgeous. Okay, well. <laughs> ah. me and my car broke down while me and my wife were out to dinner. Oh, yeah, your hot wife. My gorgeous wife. <laughs> me and my gorgeous wife got into a car accident. She's all right. My gorgeous wife, she's at the hospital. <laughs> Doctor, how's my gorgeous wife? Well, luckily she's still gorgeous. Thank you. Doctor smoking a cigarette. What'd you say about my wife? She's gorgeous. The condolences card. <laughs> it's just yeah. yeah, it's like a big happy vase on the front, and then you open it and says, Sorry you had to deal with that. Yeah, it turns it it folds down to a smiley face. I want a card like that. Face. Sorry you had to deal with We should Sorry make that. that. That should be merch. Is it hard to make like greeting cards? Greeting cards? Yeah. No. It's hard to make probably the electronic ones. We should do like a we should do like a set of greeting cards. Like there's like, you know, some of them say like sorry you had to deal with that and then there's some that are like other DB things. Yeah. We made Christmas cards in the past. So That's we right. We did make cards. Christmas cards in the past. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking anyway, about? Anyway, so these aliens, <laughs> these Peruvian aliens, uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. So whatever, maybe it's fake, maybe it's not. Who knows? We'll find out for sure real soon, though, yeah. because scientists are probably already looking at at it and saying this is bullshit. I was trying to look at, well, just by looking at them, they look fa- hella fake. Yeah, they look. But bad this is fake. the point. This was the point I was gonna make. Not that like, oh, these this might be real or whatever. But Mike. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this before. Trying to figure out what was happening a thousand years ago. Well, okay, we'll get to that in a second. But I have a question for you about this. My question is this. If those were real aliens and they just look like that, like, is it possible that that, that they just look like that? That's what aliens look like. And we just have And no we're like, they look hella fake. Like, do you, even if they were real, even if those are 100% real aliens, uh-huh. they still look hella fake. Where does the traditional, we think it's fake because we've always been presented like aliens don't exist. Here's what we think they look like. Yeah. That's why like people who are our age think that they're fake. Where does our drawing of an alien originate? From? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's from people seeing saying aliens. they were abducted or saw aliens. Like yeah. how we know Jesus has a beard because he, he saw somebody, aliens. <laughs> somebody saw him. The aliens brought Jesus a beard as a gift. So apparently someone saw Jesus as the alien from a beard. <laughs> we know you're going Problem to deal solved. with some hardships soon. You're going to need this. We want to give you a cool beard. We want to give you a cool beard. I'm actually kind of growing one right now. No. This one's better. 
This one's better. Yours will be patchy. This one's cool. Good coverage. Gina's gam have a badgy beard. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Of all the different depictions of Jesus, he's either a baby or he has a perfect beard. Perfect beard. Like there's no like, um, you know, I've seen different Jesuses on crucifixes in churches and stuff. Yeah. And none of them ever have a patchy beard. No, they don't. All good, sharp coverage. Why would you ever draw someone who had a perfect beard with a patchy beard? So anyway, if it... So let's say it's real. Let's say these aliens are 100% real. Okay. Is it because the earliest depictions of those aliens that look like that are truly based off of people seeing real aliens? Yeah. And so all of the pop culture that we've based these, like, they call them gray aliens, the grays. Gray aliens. The ones that have a big round head and the big eyes. Yeah. You actually can't say that anymore. Well, I'd love for them to come stop me. Are you looking up me. where that drawing came from? Thank you, Kevin. But anyway, so whether it was like, because pop culture has used that imagery of aliens for like ever now. Uh -huh. And maybe it's because that's what aliens actually look like. Yeah. And so to me, it's like interesting to think maybe that is what those aliens look like. And that's, that's real aliens. Yeah. Dude, what if E.T. was like them like trying to. Like, they know that aliens exist, and E.T. wasn't, like, a guy in a suit or a it robot. Was really it was an a alien. Real, and they were like, go, go act. Dude, that's so Go funny. act, and then we'll put you in Hollywood, and then that's how we'll introduce you to people and endear you to and people. And people are just like, it looks so fake, but I love the movie. Like, look at this fucking ugly thing. Puppet. And then we're like, we have to protect. What's up with the puppet? We have to protect the, they, the alien life form from all this ridicule. They said that uh, Drew Barrymore, little Drew Barrymore... Uh, was terrified of E.T. at first because she, uh, she was convinced that it was real. Yeah, so they had to and say so that it was And so the whole time, they, they, no, the whole time they, like, kept it up that it was real. Oh, really? Yeah, they had to, like, keep it moving when it wasn't, like, being puppeted and stuff to make her believe that it was real. Because they literally just look like this. Yeah. And, um... But what if they look like that? That's you know? what I'm saying. Like, where did it... Where and why? Yeah. Where and why? Yeah. Was it um, deemed that they were fake and that is? It's pretty much saying that the War of the Worlds from H.G. Wells, like his depiction, people took that and kind of ran with it. And then in the 1950s and 60s, the Barney and Betty Hill abduction case yeah. uh -huh. described them as how they described them, and that just kind of blew it up. And then movies and everything took that. So it's like. Wells, H.G. Wells, H.G. Wells just made up how aliens look, and that didn't come from anywhere else. No there was no talk huh. before that. I mean, I can keep going. Because I thought that. that there were like ancient imagery of like what looked like aliens and stuff like there's that. There's there's like Egyptian drawings of like yeah. big eyes. Yeah. Tight. This what, is the music that plays every time you're you're looking for something on the internet. <laughs> How the God, fuck do I get to my aunt's house? God, I, no, I heard that these pastries are so fucking good. I just don't know where to find this place. She never knows where to go. They said it's right here. Oh, it's a food truck. Oh, fuck, so okay, nice. now that's easy. They have an Instagram. Okay, great. Usually it says where they'll be in their bio. Yes! 
I found where they're gonna be. <laughs> no whole park. And I was right. Papa Mia. The look of aliens, including the gray aliens, has evolved over time and has been shaped by a combination of factors, including the creative ideas of various authors and artists, as well as popular culture influences. The first at the top. H.G. Yeah. Wells is credited with popularizing the concept of aliens in science fiction literature, but he did not invent the specific look of aliens that we associate with the gray aliens. Here we go. Or other similar depictions today. In his novel, The War of the Worlds, published in 1898, Wells describes the Martians as having tentacles and a large roundish head with two large dark colored eyes. He used the word roundish in the book. Yeah, but that stops right before the interesting part. Of... And then people just started making up. No, no, no. Other direction. Oh, before him? If it said that he didn't make up the way then who that did? that looks, yeah, where did it come then, from? Like the, 50s and 60s. Like the gray aliens. I'm thinking about Oh, they phone. were before? The abduction was before War of the Worlds? No. Who made up the way the aliens look before War of War of the world, because that's what that just said. I don't think there was. I think the only that's what that just said. He didn't. They, they said he didn't make up the look of the aliens. So, dude, so far the one that we know of, right? The one that and the one that we know of only came out in like the fifties and sixties. Okay, here we go. The origins of the gray alien may go back to the late nineteenth century. In eighteen ninety one, the novel Meta: A Tale of the Future. Whoa, uh -oh. Meta. M-E-T-A? M-E-D-A. Hmm. Okay, we're safe. Was published by <laughs> Kenneth Fallingsby. <laughs> I do presume. In which the narrator encountered small gray-skinned aliens with balloon-shaped heads. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was kind. Kind of the Zarya to deal with that, machine. <laughs> so I need to deal with this. <laughs> so you had to do with that big roundish head. Yeah, sorry. In 1893, H.G. Wells presented a, a description of humanity's future appearance in the article The Man of the Year Million, <laughs> describing humans as ha having no mouths, noses, or hair, and with large heads. In 1895, Wells also depicted the Eloi, a successor species to humanity, in similar terms in the novel The Time Machine. As early as 1917, the, occult, the occultist Alistair Crawley described a meeting with a pre preternatural entity. Can you get pregnant from preternatural? Oh, that's a good question. Named Lamb, L-A-M, <laughs> that was similar in appearance to a modern gray. Crowley believed he had contacted the entity through a process that he called the Amal the Amalantra workings, which he thought allowed humans to contact beings from outer space. Whoa, Black Betty, Amalantra workings. Amalantra workings. Other occultists and UFOlogists don't bother me while I'm Amalantra workings. Don't talk to me until I've had. <laughs> Other occultists and UFOlogists, many of whom have retroactively linked lamb to later gray <laughs> encounters have since described their own visitations from him with one describing that being as a cold computer-like intelligence 
and utterly beyond human comprehension. All right, well, so... I feel like I got lost. I guess, yeah, the first depiction of Greys was like... In the 19th century, 1891. Yeah. So... And it was people writing about it. Yeah, like, why would they... Why would it look like that if that's just, like, the human being interpretation of that? Yeah. You know? I guess you could say the same thing about... Because there's a lot of argument about what Jesus looked like, too. Beard. Yeah, like, did he even have a beard? Bald. But I know two to, things about Jesus. We just have to trust the depictions of humans. Why? Human beings lie all the time. Exactly. And exaggerate. Jesus might have looked like no, without an a, alien. Jesus might not have Round had a beard. Head. Jesus might have been a woman. Huh. We'll be right back. <laughs> it was Jesus a woman? We'll find we'll out right, right after back. this. <laughs> Did you just spill something on your backyard sofa bed? Well, we've got a new cleaning product that's going to clean up all the messes you've ever made in your life. Did you spill anything in your uh ohs? <laughs> Yo, did you spill anything in your uh ohs? Because I'm sorry you had to do it. <laughs> because I'm sorry you had to deal with that. All right, where are we at in the show? It's time for the ads? Yeah, Kevin needs it. <laughs> Kevin needs to hear the ads to live. But I'm sorry, but I'm sorry to get a deal with that. This is an advertisement. It certainly is. And thank you for joining us for this. The ultra important, ultra special, always new, never repeated ad version part of Dynamic Banter. I am a toilet boy. You're a toilet boy. And no toilet boy companion is complete without Tishy Bidet. Isn't that right? And you can use the promo code banter to see if I'm right about that. Every show need, and this is the lifeblood of every show needs the advertisements to run. And so this is us giving you our blood. thank headgum i want to thank all the sponsors i want to thank everybody mike i want to thank everybody i wish i could thank everybody you can you should start from the top thank everybody real quick before we do the i want to thank everybody i want to thank everybody i may not know your names but i want to thank everybody
delicious delivers delicious meal ready to eat meal kits right to your door and I'll tell you with the busy fall season already in swing you might be looking for wholesome convenient meals for jam-packed days thank you thank you and I will say America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit is Factor and can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Is it hard to deal with your healthy lifestyle when you're so busy? Well, then guess what? We got Factor here. Adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step and choose from 34-plus weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals ready to eat in two minutes. Minutes. And you need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best as you tackle the busy season? Try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And with Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in our meals. Wow, Factor! That's Wonderbar! Wonderbar! So head to factormeals.com slash banter50 and use code banter50 to get 50% off. That's code BANTER50 at factormeals.com slash BANTER50 to get 50% off! Guys, Warby Parker. Bing bong. (laughs) Yum yum. Kevin's wearing Warby Parker glasses, isn't he? Kevin? Let's take a look. Where are they, buddy? Kevin. 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 Kevin's putting his glasses on. Our Warby Parker, Mike. Look at him. And Warby Parker uh, offers everything you need for happier eyes, eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. And you can shop with them online or in stores. (laughs) And glasses start at $95. And that includes the prescription... (laughs) 
includes the prescription lenses. <coughs> try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free. There's no obligation to buy. Ships free. And includes a prepaid return shipping label. You can try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash banter. I love Warby Parker glasses. I have a few of my own. Same. Thank you, Warby Parker. Quip is uh, just wonderful. They sent us a nice little uh, uh, Quip package filled with all sorts of Quip goodies. And I love it. I love everything that they sent. We have, there's gum and there's a water pick and a really fancy touche broth. Anyway, all this Quip stuff is so cool. Mike's opening up his box right now. Inside, there's all sorts of wonderful Quip treats. And we've been sampling a lot of this Quip stuff. And I really like it. I like Quip a lot. Quip has been in my bathroom for a very long time. Uh, like some of these other brands, I, I stand by it. I like it. They got fancy toothbrushes. It looks all space age and really well designed. There's a gum dispenser. It's 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser or water flosser at getquip.com slash banter. That's 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser or water flosser. And this stuff gets delivered right to your door. And how convenient is that? You don't even have to go shopping and figuring out what you need and what brand and what brands work well together and what are best for you. Which ones Dr. Dennis recommends? Dude, if you get Quip once, you never have to go shopping for anything ever. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but it really is cool. The electric... Yeah, that's all the gum. The gum is really good. The gum has lasts longer than any gum I've ever had in that's my life. That's what you want, dude. That's what you want. Kevin wants one. Wait, but you gotta put it in the dispenser. Right here, that's the dispenser in that little thing right there, yeah. Here, give me this thing. I'll, I'll help you set this up. So these little gum packages are, uh, the packaging is really ingenious because it helps you pack them into the gum dispenser thing really easily. Give me that gum dispenser when you get it, will you? I see. I'm not using the perforated side. <laughs> yeah, give me that. Poutine. Poutine. Okay, here we go. So you open up this little package here. Technology. Huh? 
Man, this is way easier to open at home. It's going like layer by layer. Did they send me a harder one? <laughs> okay, here we go, here we go. It's all very pleasant looking. It is. It's really well made stuff. Okay, so look, you tuck it in. Like pens. And then it, yeah, and then it goes right pens. in. Pens. How fun is that? Pens. <laughs> pens. Pens. That's great. And then Open your hand. No, like cup it, you dumb Dorcas. Open your giant hand. <laughs> I love it. Now we're all chewing gum on Parker. Dude, this, this is not to mention another brand, but this does taste like the after-dinner mints at the Chinese restaurant. It's good. And it's perfect, and I love it. <laughs> what are we making over here? A well, podcast for a very specific group of people. So, guys... If you go to getquip.com slash banter right now, you'll get 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint, and gum dispenser, or water flosser. That's 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint, gum dispenser, or water flosser at getquip.com slash banter. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash banter. Quip! The Good Habits Company. Thanks, Quip. Thank you, Quip. Somebody just believe that guy. Somebody just believe him. Someone just believe him. Someone just believe that guy. Believe him he's a toilet. Somebody tells you they're a toilet, you believe them. Somebody tells you you're a toilet, you believe them. Believe you don't hang out with them, and you leave them. Then you go to bed with dinner, bro, dinner, bro, and you get to play with your friend, and there's aliens. I'm covered in I'm covered in cum. I'm covered in cum. I'm covered in cum. I'm covered in I'm I'm covered in I, I am a two one one two one one two three poop one 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 I wanna play a game. 
There's a gum dispenser in your eyes. I put a gum dispenser in your eyes. You have 30 minutes to get all the gum out of your eyes. And head. One, two, three. I, re I went into your body and I replaced your bladder with a gum dispenser. Now every time you want to pee, you gotta do gum. It's gonna feel like you really gotta pee, but instead you're gonna gum. And then you're gonna have to say, I'm gonna gum! Sorry, I'm doing that. Sorry, I'm doing that. But that's how the game works. Sorry, I'm doing that. This is my associate. Sorry, sorry, Jenna, do it. Sorry, I'm doing that. Here's her. Here, he's here for emotional support. You find yourself in a saw situation. You wake up, you got gum in your head, and he's sorry that you have to deal with that. Sorry, I'm doing that. Sorry, you've been cheating on your wife for the past seven months. We got pictures. Security camera pictures, and I'm sorry you have to deal with that. I'm sorry that she has to deal with that. And now you have a key fob in your head. And that's saw. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. You've been a piece of shit all your life, and now you got a garage door opener in your abdomen. Sorry. You laundered money away from a children's hospital and now you got a, a combination lock on your colon. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, are you eating all the gum? <laughs> Kevin has a whole pack of gum. <laughs> Kevin's pre diabetic because of what he just did. <laughs> He's sugar free. You got a lot of aspartame. <laughs> all right. That's good shit. Is it empty? <laughs> Does it time for doinks? Does it time for doinks or no? Does it time for doinks? <laughs> Fucking doinks. You know, if you're in the New York area, you can come see me on the 16th for the 22nd. I'll be in New York City. I'll be in Connecticut on the 21st. I'll be doing Surrounded in New York City on the 20th. You can get tickets for all that and more at MikeFoulZone.com I'm covered in cum! MikeFoulZone.com And the next Surrounded show is October 6th. There's two shows and they're both in the lab. One is 71945. Tickets for that at MikeFoulZone.com Squarespace website. I'm covered in cum. Then we're going to Portland. Dude, I really thought that music was... Uh, hold on, shut that off for a second. Fuck, I thought it was like a Miley Cyrus song or something like that. Yeah, that one. Yeah, what is that? I just met you and this yeah. is crazy. Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> Dude, what a specific era of YouTube music. Dude, I know, man. Every song sounded like that. Every song had a producer that played uh, synth keys really hard, and then it was just a pop song, quirky lyrics, and then that survived for like 
15 years. Even that, what's that song? Uh, the uh, Party in the USA. Yeah, all same genre. Yeah. yeah. Songs like that really don't exist anymore. Or if they do, I'm not aware of them. You know which, uh, there's another one that kind of brings me right back to like the, the writer's room at SourceFed, like right when it started pretty What's much. That? Everyone was singing that uh, that thrift store song. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That pop some tags I'm song. Gonna pop some tags. Yeah. Like everybody loved that fucking song. Yeah. Dude, people like to act like shit wasn't cool uh, when it's run its course. Yeah. Like when the, um, when the Smash Mouth guy passed away. Yeah. Everyone was like, you know, dude, imagine how psyched you were to hear Smash Mouth on like the Can't Hardly Wait soundtrack. Right. In 2000, whatever, two or one or whatever. That was the shit back then. And everybody had that record. And then years pass and the year they start and they don't stop. They didn't stop passing. And then years are passing. and they... <laughs> Time flies by and it doesn't. Stop flying by. And you're holding an L and a 7 on your forehead. And all of a sudden, people think that they're not cool anymore. But they absolutely started cool. And you're beside your ass if you think they weren't. It just sucks that the guy from Smash Mouth didn't get to live long enough to see people walk on the sun. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That is sad. And I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. Sorry, I'm dealing that. Sorry, I'm dealing that. So you to deal with that. Just Skrillex in general. Dude, that's the note to end it on, no matter what the other two are. Dude, that's how you get continuity. All right, shall we get into the dang oh. history roads? Whoa, 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 choo-choo, train is coming, choo-choo, and we're all coming in the caboose of your train. The show is mostly sounds. Isn't it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Isn't 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 it? Darling, you know when I hit you, it means I love you. Baby, you know that my father never taught me emotions, and therapy was for queers and witches. So I never learned how to deal with my feelings and I drink about it and I take it out on you. Honey, remember Danny Stringer? He said that he was feeling a little unwell and they beat him to death. The boys did. The boys beat him to death because he said that he might be having psychological problems. The boys aren't supposed to have feelings. The men aren't supposed to be sad. Honey, when I put that cigarette out on your shoulder, I didn't mean it. 
My dad never taught me to be sad. Damn, that meter is. I don't know if you switched the batteries or what, but that meter is on it. it might, yeah, I, it might be brand new, fresh batteries. And Kevin, anything dad. in the email box that stood Mafia. out to you? Mafia? You see that? Mafia Road? How? Where? Mafia? Whoa. My tragic mini Mafia history road. Uh-oh. I don't know if I'm at liberty to hear this. I'm not trying to get my family mixed up with any shkaboots. If you thought I was part of the Mafia, no, I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, what's the joke that that guy says? Your honor. Your honor. Do you know what I'm talking about? What? Do you know what video that is? Do you guys know what video that is? What video? We made it up. No. The your honor thing? Yeah. We made it up. No. Somebody. somebody Your honor. That is different. We made up that one. Yeah. I'm talking about a different thing. Which one? Should I pull it up? I'm never going to fucking be able to find... It's like some Italian guy doing a really like cheesy Italian joke. God damn it, because I'm gonna murder it if I don't. How do we find it? How do we find it? What, what TikTok what? where Italian guy goes, yeah. It's probably in my save TikToks. Dude, what if this was one of those things where we already watched it on the on the TikTok show that we did? Well, that's a good ad for the TikTok show. We have a TikTok show that we do on Patreon where we show each other TikToks. Does it sound? Is the elevator pitch for that show good? No, but it is fun. I love it. Yeah, Because You know what, dude? Because that is such a... That's such a thing people do with their friends. You know, everybody has one or two people... That you send videos to no matter what. Oh, yeah. Everyone's in a text chain where you're like, everybody has to see this video. Oh, yeah. But you don't really get to watch other people do that. But you do on our Patreon. And if you happen to share the exact same sense of humor as me and Steve, and why wouldn't you? Because we're you are listening to this for some reason. Sorry you had to deal with that. And sorry you had to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? What, baby boys? The other day I listened to some older episodes and heard Mike talk about being bullied as a kid. And it reminded me of a story from my ute. When I was in kindergarten, my dad was deployed to Iraq and my mom would go to a support group with other military families. So you gonna deal with when we would go my older brother nelson and i had to go into a separate room with all the other military brats (laughs) while the parents made care packages i quickly realized what this is gonna be and i love it holy moly Oh. Had to hang out with other military brats while the parents made care packages and talked. Packages. 
one of the first times we went, Nelson and I got escorted away from my mom into a gymnasium. <laughs> there, in the center, was a large plastic jungle gym. My brother and I walked to the jungle gym and ducked underneath only to find a group of boys all in a circle murmuring. As we approached, one kid looked over his shoulder and saw us walking up, so he said something, and they all turned around at the same time. My brother introduced us. Hi, I'm Nelson. I'm in third grade. This is Jack. He's in second. I waved, but they only looked at him. The kid who was probably the little boss said, What are you doing under here? What are you doing under here? I said we were just looking for friends and that we wanted to see if they would want to play. After I finished my statement, the kid reached into his back pocket and pulled out a mini dragon toy. He said, we only play with ease. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, okay. we're fourth graders. Hey, we're fourth graders. Get out of here if we, we don't, don't play with dragons. No we don't talk to second graders around here. That's the attitude. That's the attitude. After he said that, they circled back up and started trading parts of their dragon toys back and forth. Damn. Yeah, get left out. Get left out, loser. Let's fuck your dumb dragons. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> what kid toy was dragons? How to train your dragon? Oh yeah, maybe different yeah. gen different time. Kevin has so much gum in him. <laughs> After he said that, they circled back up and started trading parts of their dragon toys back and forth. I was crushed by the response, but the only takeaway I had was to beg my mom to get me one. Damn, that's how it works, huh? Come on, mom, you gotta get me a dragon, even though I don't like them at all. I gotta fit in with I know, the little Wapdago kids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Damn, I can't find this shit anywhere. That's gonna bother me because I don't have enough information to fucking find it. A month passed. <laughs> and my brother and I showed up with brand new dragon toys. Whoa. Excited to make new friends, we walked under the jungle's gym, and again, the mini mafia was huddled in a circle trading parts. I walked up f first and showed them the dragon toy, asking if we could finally trade with them and play. Aww. The boss said, nah, nah, we don't do dragons no more. <laughs> we're doing turtles now. Yeah, we need turtles, ain't we, boss? Yeah, we love turtles, boss. Yeah, yeah. Well, but wait a minute, you told me to bring these dragons. Shut up! Dragons are for queers, we just decided. 
But you told me your dragons were your favorite toys, boss. That was before I broke, didn't I? You shut your mouth before I shoved that weenie down your throat. <laughs> I think it's in a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. So you gonna do it? The hot dog part or the... <laughs> no, we can't play, but I'm gonna take that dragon from you. <gasps> Whoa, what the fuck? Then one of the kids reached for Nelson's wrist to grab the toy out of his hand, but he switched it to his other hand, tossed it to me, and said, Run! Yes. Nelson's wrist was my favorite Judy Bloom book. So I took off. I heard the boss say, get him! While I ran around the gym to doing figure eights. Everybody scatter! The three kids were trailing me. So I got out of there as soon as possible. God damn it, there's zero formatting on this fucking giant paragraph. So I keep losing my fucking place. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Make the robot read it. What did you didn't looks like you didn't learn punctuation from this situation. Damn, dude, got him. The three kids were trailing me, so I took one of the mats leaning against the wall and I pushed it over to hopefully trip one of the kids. Wow, like a movie. Setting up booby traps. Unfortunately, it hit one of them. And his scream echoed through the entire gym. Where's a uh, yell? Where's scream? Where's yell? Where's yell? Where's our boy yell? <laughs> his scream echoed through the entire gym. Can you make that happen? Yeah. Causing every kid to look over. Uh, I get out there as soon as possible and ran to the bridge on the jungle gym to hide. I got onto the bridge and came face to face with the little boss. Slowly he started walking toward me and more of his goons came from around the walls behind them. Doing this. In unison. <laughs> One, two, tree. <laughs> and then we're going to start punching our hands on tree. Pretty soon we're going to stop hitting our palms and start hitting your balls. All of our fists got your balls name written on it. These are your balls. <laughs> Imagine my palm. My is palm your is your balls. <laughs> we all want to suck your cock. I'm going to cough on your balls. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to make a break for it. But when I turned around, there were more goons blocking the exit. This guy's got a lot of goons. And I was surrounded. I saw my brother on the mat underneath me, so I tossed the toys off the bridge. Thinking if there were no toys, they would lose interest. Because this is about toys. 
This is about dragon toys. This wasn't about turf. This was about toys. <laughs> Sorry. Unfortunately, the mini boss says, Grab his hands and feet. Why does this kid have so much influence? The goons grab my wrists and ankles fast, holding me parallel to the bridge. I struggled but couldn't get free. Then they swung me back and forth. One, two, three. Then they, Dude, he was like taking a break. Sorry. And he came back, he was smoking a cigarette and drinking he water. <laughs> then they threw my little body over the side. I came crashing to the mat below and laid there for a good two minutes. Then I saw my Nelson's, my brother Nelson's face looming over me. And he said, hey, Jack, I have the toys. Anyways, I hope this story made you laugh. I love telling it. Catch y'all on the flip-flop. Bye. That's it? You, you never saw these guys again? They threw you off a bridge onto a mat? Onto a mat. They swung him back and forth a bunch first. Onto a mat? Am I the only one confused by that? It was a jungle gym. Like, I'm assuming uh, it's like that, that cushion dish. Oh, sure. Dude, did I ever tell you that a uh, bunch of kids getting together and, and swinging a kid into a situation? That's that's no joke. It's no joke. At, at my senior there's picnic, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you could. All your limb, dude. When your limbs are taken away, you have you don't have nothing. Uh, four of my friends grabbed each of my limbs at our senior picnic and jumped into a pool, <gasps> and holding you, holding me. So I was like forced to do a belly flop. Oh and they all jumped my in. God. And then when we got into the pool, my mouth hit my friend Graham's knee because it was just like a shallow, but it was like three feet. And uh, my tooth went through my lip and I had to get stitches right here. Yeah. And it wasn't fun anymore after that. It, uh, you know, it was fine. The really, pr I probably told this story before, but a, a really pretty girl who was like an EMT after school was like taking care of my mouth. That's nice. In more ways than one. Yeah. And then we dated for a little while and later she became a lesbian. Yeah. Or she always was a lesbian. She just liked me, my yeah. personality. My Pesciano, back in old Napoli, if the girl like it, the girl and the boy like it, the boy, that means a good a girl make it a good a spaghetti. <laughs> Dude, that's how they explain homosexuality. <laughs> Sometimes a man like it, a girl and dash some more. And then sometimes a boy like it, a boy and you not a good with a noodle. Either way, we all eat manja. Either way, we all manja same with table for my family. My family. Alright, well. One more? Whoa, he ate all the gum. Why'd you do that? How, let me see it. Open your mouth. That's too much gum. <laughs> you like it a lot? He has to say it. He has to say it. <laughs> Was this some bad obligation I'm not aware of? He has to say yes for the health of the podcast. He has to say it. Well, 
guys, thank you so much for listening to today's show. Mike, you want to you hit him with those uh, mm-hmm. tours again, those yes. show dates? So at the end of this week, I fly to New York. I'm in New York from the 16th through the 22nd. On the 20th, I'm in Bridgeport, Connecticut, doing an hour at the Stress Factory. On the 21st is the only night we're doing a Surrounded um, at 10 p.m. on a Thursday at the stand. I'll be at the stand all week. Then we come back and we do Surrounded back at the improv in the lab on the 6th of october at 7 and 9 45 there's tickets for all that stuff either uh, on mikefalzone.com or on improv.com and then we go all the way to portland and we do a surrounded show in portland on the 15th of october there's a bunch of stuff in between that but those are the big uh don't miss it shows I'm covered the last surrounded show that we did last three surrounded shows that we did in the main room all sold out there's less tickets available in the lab so if you want to come on the 6th make sure you get your tickets as soon as possible one of the lineups is locked and it's banging dude the lineup in New York is fucking out of control awesome and uh, would love to see you there it's gonna be fun I'm covered oh yeah I'm covered in one, two, three. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. I want to thank our patrons. I want to thank Leah and everyone behind the scenes in the show. Killing it. Oh, my God. What is that? Can you pee in that? You can cat out of it. You can pee in it and then shoot pee at people. <laughs> Is this good? That's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a headgum podcast. <laughs>